Hey guys, this is Jody again here with Heartway Pastor and Missionary Caregivers. Uh, welcome to season three of our podcast. So basically a season for us is 10 episodes and the first season was just uh, a myriad of uh, various topics, uh, a lot of them having to do with the topics of member care of ministers and uh, different counseling issues that we see in the biblical counseling that we do. Season two uh, was mainly uh, interviews uh, with different experts in the field. So I encourage you to to listen back on, on season one and season two if you haven't uh, listened to those. Uh, the last couple of episodes I did of season two uh, were just episodes I felt really convicted uh, to do that I had had people ask me to do. Uh, and so the last two episodes uh, were on deputation. And that, that is useful for anybody uh, to listen to who's a Christian, who's in a church. And then the, uh, the one I just did uh, was on suicide. And so I recommend anybody and everybody listen to that podcast. Uh, just a short one to, to listen to. Uh, season three, uh, including the episode today, we're, we're going to be going through stories, uh, personal stories of mine, uh, just because I've, I've had uh, so many ask me uh, to share my story, to publicize my stories. And so uh, that's what we're doing uh, today. And this is an unscripted podcast. Some of my podcast episodes are are scripted a little more. This one is just completely honest, unscripted. And so we're just going to be going through my story, my personal testimony, uh, specifically and uh, how I came to Christ. And so I was um, born, born and raised in Angleton, Texas. Uh, my family uh, was... Uh, had a, had a mixture of background, uh, some Catholic background, uh, looked like a little bit of Methodist background. And so um, the little bit of uh, exposure to church I had when I was a child was in a Methodist church. And uh, we, I can't say much about the church just because we weren't there very often. It was... Uh, very seldom that we went to church so i don't really have any kind of anything to share with you about what i was taught in the church uh, just because we were there just a few times in my childhood uh, what i do want to share with you today is um, kind of outside of that realm of that church so uh, when I was, I can remember uh, when I was very young, uh, kindergarten, first grade, somewhere in there, uh, really having this this question that if you have kids, uh, you might be able to relate to this. At that age, they start to think about death. Some like they they kind of get it that there's there's going to be an ending at some point in their life uh, on this earth. And they're not just going to come back. And so, um, of course, we have eternal life in heaven. But, but I think it clicks to them the permanency of our, our physical life as we know it coming to 
a complete end. And so I, I was going through that when I was six or seven years old. I can remember uh, feeling, you know, a little bit scared about what the next step was for me, about what was going to happen after death. And so I had been in church enough to hear about heaven, uh, but I hadn't been in church enough to hear, um, you know, how is it that someone gets into heaven? And so I can remember uh, I was in my house that day and my mom was outside and I went out to my mom and I asked her, you know, what, what do I need to do, mom, to make sure I go to heaven one day? And, you know, in her best of intentions, uh, you know, maybe she just didn't know any differently, uh, but she, she tried her best to answer this, this question for me. And she said, um, believe in God and be good. And so that's kind of what I had just accepted. I mean, it was my mom telling me. Uh, so I just kind of accepted that for what it was at that age. And then as I got older, um, talking about you know, pre-teen into teenage, uh, probably in around sixth grade or so uh, for me. Uh, at that age, kids begin to think more analytically. Uh, their brain uh, develops in that way around that age. And so uh, something that, that came to my mind about this belief that I still believe was, uh, you know, how good does someone have to be to get into heaven that was that was my question and so i kind of informally talked to some different people and kind of came to the conclusion that pretty much everyone thought they were good enough to get into heaven and so i was i was definitely concerned at this point that something wasn't right something wasn't added up because that just didn't make a whole lot of sense to me that you know if someone thinks they're good enough to go to heaven that they're going to be in heaven and so i was like well this there's just something wrong with this and i began to just question the whole idea of god and, and the bible and and church and basically just uh, came up in my mind that you know everything uh from the bible to to church to the christian faith was just uh invented by man to be okay to cope with the idea of physical death one day and so I, I just completely turned away from any kind of belief in God and uh, became an atheist. I, I, I even joked with people who, who believed in the Christian faith, who, who believed in the Bible. I can remember in my public school, um, in middle school, even, even making kind of a little bit of a big deal of how the Bible was in the nonfiction section uh, of our library in the school. And I can remember uh, kind of giving some, some Christians a hard time uh, during my middle school years. I even, as a joke, had a little, uh, a little Buddha that I put on my desk uh, before we took tests uh, in, in school and, and would rub its belly and, and the Christians would get all uh, kind of uh, weird about it and upset about it and I was just I was just doing it as a joke uh, not necessarily to rile them not necessarily because I believed it just just because I thought it was funny like religion was a funny thing to me because I thought it was all just ridiculous and made up and so that's kind of the mindset I had and then uh, kind of around the same time uh, and this happened for years and years and years uh, I began to have these uh, dreams that would all 
start differently but in the same way and the, and the way they would end is that I would die and then everything would turn black and then I would just wake up and this would be in the middle of the night and I had these dreams off and on for years and really what these dreams did is I didn't have any kind of revelation or anything in these dreams but the repetition of these dreams uh got me to be uncomfortable realized how uncomfortable how afraid I was of death I had an extreme fear of death and and and, and just the temporary aspect of life uh, really just created a lot of fear in me that, that one day uh, I would just be gone and it was it would be like I was never here and that that idea just really just struck me and and got me searching uh, it got me searching for maybe uh, maybe that I missed something maybe there was some truth um, about uh, what happens after death that I missed out on and so I began this search um, and how the search began for me is I, since I guess because of my background uh, I was like well maybe I just need to go to a different church and and, and to see what they have to say about this topic uh, see see what there is and so uh, you know I was at this age uh, 16 I had a, a, a car my first my first car ever and it was uh, free to, to go about and to go pretty much where I wanted to go. I had that freedom and so um, I was planning to, to, to go visit uh, a church on my own at, at 16 years old. And uh, at that time, Google was still kind of a new thing. Uh, it was 2003. Uh, so internet and, and searches and uh, this kind of thing was still kind of new at that time. People people used that stuff, uh, but it was still kind of catching on. And I, uh, what I did is I and I took our phone book uh, for our town and I I opened it up and I started looking at all of the church options. I had no idea how many different kinds of churches there were in our town. Uh, and I started seeing, you know, Presbyterian, Pentecostal, Lutheran, Episcopalian, Catholic, Baptist, uh, Methodist, and, and, and so on and so forth. Church of Christ, uh, Church of uh, Latter-day Saints, and, and all these things, Seventh-day Adventist. And, and it was just overwhelming. Uh, I was thinking, what on earth is all of this stuff? And... I got overwhelmed. I, I shut that book and I just kind of went on with my life, uh, not content, but not really knowing what to do next. And around that same time, uh, I had already, uh, for about uh, a few months, um, been developing a, a friendship uh, with 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 Gabby. Uh, who, who's my wife, who I'm married to now. And uh, she was just really unbelievably kind uh, for anybody, especially for someone in high school. And I can remember her reaching out to, to people who were kind of loners. I can remember her saying hi to anyone and everyone. I can remember her, if, if there was someone alone, sitting alone somewhere, she would go up and sit next to them and talk to them. That was just her heart. 
And so when I, when I, you know, as I was becoming friends with Gabby, we were both in band uh, in our high school. She was a year behind me. Um, as we were becoming friends, uh, I, I started, you know, to think about why is she the way that she is? Because the way that she was wasn't typical for me. That's not, you know, the kind of people I hung around. That's not... Uh, the kind of people I had been friends with it was just a new thing for me and so um, you know I, I was wondering I kept wondering why she was that way and then one day uh, and this was after a couple years uh, she sent me an email um, so I was at this point I was a senior in high school uh, it was during the first part of that year um, so it was it was December of my senior year of high school, right towards the end of the semester. She sent me a, uh, an email because we used email at that time still, and she asked me the question, "Are you saved? Are you saved?" And so my thinking at that time was, "What do you mean by that? What do you mean by are you saved?" I wasn't familiar with this terminology. And so at that point, I think the church she was going to um, had a plan of salvation with, with different Bible verses, like Roman Road type Bible verses, John 316, these uh, that uh, she pretty much just copied and, and, and wrote in that email. And I was, I was at my house and I was reading this email about what it means to be saved. And, you know, one of the first verses that I was reading uh Romans 3.23, you know, um, there's no one good. There's there's just no one good. Uh, we're all sinners. Um, and and I, that really resonated with me because of my question that I had that was giving me problems that ultimately led me to turn from Christ was that how good do you have to be to be good? And I read right here in the Bible that there was no one good. And so this, this really clicked for me. And then, and then because there's no one good, because we're all sinners, we need Jesus. Uh, we need Jesus. And so uh, I had seen that the Christian faith was a real thing because the person that was writing this to me, I got to see uh, Christ in their hearts. I got to see the Holy Spirit in their lives and how they were working. And so when I was reading these Bible verses on top of who they were coming from, it just all clicked for me and so after reading those bible verses after reading the roman road i just sat there and i prayed uh to receive jesus christ as my lord and savior and so i was saved right there in front of my computer uh, when i was 18 years old my senior year of high school and and after that you know i i i, I was hesitant to <laughs> to get involved in another church i i could remember asking her well what church do you go to and she was telling me this baptist church and i was like so baptists are those are those Christians? <laughs> she she kind of laughed and said, "Yeah." And I said, "So what's like the difference between you know these Baptists and all the other church in town churches in town?" And she told me, "You know, um, you know, just kind of come and see." And so because uh, for me it was just the most important that uh, they just believed in the Bible because that's pretty much what I had you know believe what i had read when i had read it from the bible that's what i had believed that's what i had put my trust in and so if there was someone 
teaching just ideologies and something like that. I wasn't very interested in that. So uh, I began to attend this church services of, uh, at that time, Frontier Baptist Church in Ingleton, Texas. And I just, I can remember every Bible study, every sermon, I was just glued. I was just super attentive. I was just super uh, intent on learning more and more and more and was absorbing it all. And, and, and was really convicted about sharing my faith, was really convicted about going the next step. I know a big next step for me was baptism um, and, and becoming a part of that church. And I just didn't understand what that all meant. And uh, for me, being kind of raised a little bit with a, with a Methodist background, uh, it was just tradition, you know, that there's a there's a baby baptism, an infant baptism, a christening that happens um, for babies, and I and I, I it took me a few months, but I basically basically came to the understanding that that wasn't baptism. Um, that was a, a fine thing to do, but that wasn't uh, a way as a believer in Jesus Christ now that I could identify myself with the Christian body, with other Christians, and with Christ publicly. And so I went ahead and made that step after a few months uh, and then and then joined the church there, uh, Frontier Baptist Church, because I came to the understanding that as a member of a church, it would like member is just like a part, uh, a part. And together the church is a body and we're working together and uh, we all have different roles in the church and it's necessary for the church to have members functioning to perform well, uh, basically to do what Christ wants us to do on the earth. This is how to be uh, a Christian. This is how to follow Christ is, is to get um, involved in a church, become a member of a church and become active um, because really we're just being the body of Christ here as a church uh, while, while Christ is in heaven. And so, um, I, it just it just all clicked for me. It made sense, um, and so I began uh, that adventure, um, and that was all my senior year of high school. And so that that's that's my testimony of, of, of kind of a little bit of my background, how I came to faith, uh, and the next steps. Uh, next podcast episode, I'll talk about my call into ministry. Um, which is which is a really big thing, and I encourage you to listen in on that. Uh, I'm super excited to be able to talk to anybody further if they have any questions about salvation or our baptism or church membership. What that what that looks like, what that means. Uh, so give me give me uh, an email, shoot me an email or, or a message on Facebook. Um, again, my name is Jody Vesley, and you can contact me at Jody J O D I E at heartwaycare.org and this has been the Heartway Podcast where we seek to help with issues at the source until next time